0: this podcast is part of the red five network
1: for more red five network podcasts visit red five network.com because of the following special program wonder woman and the incredible hulk will not be presented this evening for an entire generation people have experienced star wars the only way it's been possible ...on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. chewing we're home. Welcome back into the Blue Mill Café. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice, and a bite to eat, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 52. My name is Jeff, and this is the second part of my one-year anniversary special. And on this episode, I have my first returning guest into the cafe. I have fellow Red 5 Network buddies of mine from the Conversations podcast, Charles and Pat. How are you guys doing this afternoon?
2: I am doing fine. Thank you very much, Jeff. I am doing fair to moderate as usual.
1: <laughs> okay. That, that, that's all you can ask for nowadays. And especially when we're all trapped inside, nothing to do except watch Star Wars all day. Uh, yeah. You know.
2: In fact, we're doing
0: great. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, now that you put it that way. Right. It's the <laughs> most silver lining.
1: wonderful time of the year. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful time to be a Star Wars fan. That, that's true.
0: It really is. Yeah. Um, I uh, just to take a quick um, aside here. This May the fourth, despite being, you know, on, you know, nationwide global lockdown, uh, Disney really was like, here's a bunch of cool stuff, mm. and uh, that was um, that was a fun time.
1: That was yeah. Very true. Yeah, I was I was shocked. Like I said on one of my previous episodes, I think it was 50, when I had uh Michael Gordon and, and we were talking. And I said, I had no idea they, they were dropping the last episode of Clone Wars. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. I yeah. was just logging on Disney Plus for the Mandalorian documentary. Oh, yeah. That, and I was like, wow. wow. Okay, cool. I know what I'm doing today. That's
2: that, that's a great Perfect. It's a great point too because the you know you have Disney who's sort of I mean a lot of media companies and a lot of companies across the world are doing the same thing but um, to for Disney to drop on May May the fourth you know not only toys and all that kind of stuff just like you know a lot of people are at home here's some fantastic entertainment you know the documentary series with Mandalorian which has been spectacular the the last episode of um, the Clone Wars and and Rise of Skywalker you know that's that was that's a great point, Pat. Of like a banner day of uh, from Disney yeah. for all Star Wars fans. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was mighty, mighty nice this year. And yeah, I know a lot of people. I know Roe kid kid about it on Twitter when it happened. He goes, all these people getting excited for Rise of Skywalker dropping on Disney Plus. He goes shouldn't you have had the Blu-ray and digital copy by now and watched it a million times? <laughs> I don't understand. But, yeah, I, I understand that. And I was still excited, though, because I finally have all the movies in one place, don't have to get up and change my discs and stuff <laughs> like that. So Absolutely, hit, yeah. Yeah, hit the first one and let it roll. I mean, this is a
2: first-world, uh, first-world problem, but I didn't have to change streaming services to watch Rise of Skywalker. It was a great day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah.
0: What a mess.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, what what did you what were you guys' thoughts on how the Clone Wars ended? That last episode. Ooh,
0: Okay. So um, I read the Ahsoka book uh, shortly after it came out, and I have invested a lot of care in the character, um, mostly because of my daughter and uh, trying to keep up with her and um, kind of keep things current for, for her love of the character. Um, and the, I had basically one idea that uh, didn't come to fruition but everything else was fantastic um, the only thing I would have changed in the finale is when she is um, uh, burying all of the, the fallen and she drops her saber at the uh, on the ground by the helmet there uh, it would have been so easy for them to put in Rex's helmet Like he tosses her, his helmet and she puts it down next to the saber. And that would have completely fallen in line with with the events of the book Mm -hmm. and her, her end, you know, as it were in the book to, um, to help her and Rex both disappear and, um, would have been very easy to, to do in the series. Mm. Uh, you know, so that's the one thing I would have changed in the finale. Everything else was fantastic. Um, from, you know, knowing that she and Rex and and a couple other clones—we don't know exactly how many—had um, had survived, and all, but also Maul. You know that they've all survived the Clone Wars. So to see that fleshed out and you know, Maul flying off in the ship with her deciding to save Rex as opposed to stop Maul. You know, it's a very um, um, very Jedi thing to do. And um, and she, you know, she did the opposite of what he did when they were both leaving. um, She set him up to just cause havoc which he did very successfully Um, and she barely even hurt anybody Rex did all the stunning Um, (laughs) so you know so it's just two sides of that that coin that objective of leaving and two very different ways of going about it which I love because it speaks to both of their characters
1: yeah Yep. I mentioned that too that you know when we first re- when I first reviewed it, I I did say, you know, I've heard heard that opinion before from other people besides yourself, Pat. And I agree. It would have been nice to see that, but yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed that last episode. I mean, uh, I even they even made me feel bad for when the clones blasted the droids to bits. I mean, oh, yes. uh, yep. they yep. they were just. Yeah, they weren't doing. They they put their hands up. They surrendered. But oh well, ruthless, ruthless yeah. clones. Yeah, just kill the droids. But <laughs> anyway, Charles, what did you think of the finale? I <clears throat>
2: I thought it was fantastic. Uh, very similar opinion about the Ahsoka story in uh, the book, and the novelization, because um, we had that already in our minds while we didn't know how Rex did lose the chip now we know that answer so that for me was right. sort of superseded that and that finally you know we had that answer of how well just how did rex lose that like was it removed how what, you know what, what was that story behind there um i think i appreciated the last episode more when i watched the last episodes all together in one sitting i just right i just you know, ex- you know sort of binge if you want to say uh the last arc all at once and the the frenetic speed and action but also then the pause moments uh, within the episode itself really flowed a lot better for me when I watched the final uh, episode and it was cinematic it was absolutely phenomenal and I mean there's so many things about it that you know call outs to the rest of the franchise and uh, emoting certain pieces of the rise of Skywalker it was it was uh, it was extremely hard to watch, in the sense that yeah. we knew it was the end of it, uh, and just the, the lack of dialogue that was going on. Yet still, you had the emotion of that last episode all the way to the end when Vader, uh, spoiler, <laughs> hit uh, yeah. comes onto the planet and <laughs> and uh, sees the uh, you know the lightsaber. It was just it, it really. It, Honestly, one of those stereotypical things is, like, there's not enough words, actually, to really sort of break down just how awesome it was. And, yeah, there's certain inconsistencies with uh, the Ahsoka novel um, that um, I would have liked to have seen changed or at least flowed into because it would have been simple, like Pat was saying. But um, I think uh, overall it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really like the fact, too, when they zeroed in on Vader's face. Yes. You actually see his eye behind the red uh, lens i'm like oh my god that's just so awesome because in rebels when yeah. she sees him again she yes. cuts off part of his mask and she sees his eye i mean that was just so and that's why i was i was just gushing on twitter after that episode about dave <laughs> it's like what a god um he just he just knows star wars so well he does. And he needs. He needs to be the one to take over. So.
0: Yeah, it's um, uh, you know, like Charles was saying, with the the lack of dialogue in that last sequence, um, just really emphasizes the dialogue that is there. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. when when yep. you're when you're spouting off a bunch of words, it's easy to get lost in them. But when you're very selective with. What you say and how you say it like, like the characters are, it makes each line all the more important.
1: Yeah. And
0: w- with the animation that they've um, really perfected, all those subtleties and you know s- changes of emotion and just sort of hints at emotion are so evident with that with the, the, the animation. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the last four episodes, especially, the animation was just mind blowing. Um, And my wife even noticed the difference in the animation from in season seven overall. Right. She was like, she was like, is the animation a little different? And I said, it's more, I said, it's better. It's more crisp. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. So. Yeah, I said yes. So the animation is different and better. So
2: yeah. And I was listening to the uh the Galactic Podcast, one of our fellow members of Red Five yesterday while I was doing some yeah. yard work and uh, they just recently interviewed uh Kevin Kiner on their episode on their show and they're talking yeah. to him and talking about the musical score and one of the I mean it was great it was a great episode and some great insights into how he works and his influences, but um, he had mentioned that very point as like you know when we first started the Clone Wars, uh, we had the intention to end it this way, and mm-hmm. when we started it way back when, the technical skill and uh, the options available—I mean, I mean, this is not verbatim, but you know what I mean—you know wasn't Where? available. He goes, but the way the story was animated, right now, this lad, these last four episodes, was what we hoped to have, and he said even he acknowledged that the transition from you know the uh the clone wars movie or the first war episode as a movie all the way to the end is night and day and you can yeah you can definitely tell that and it was a great point you brought up jeff about the eyes uh Mm invader's mask when i watched the episode first i missed it because i was just like floored by the entire the, the convoy and uh i you know Almost like when Pat and I saw the rise of uh, the rise of Skywalker, the amount of stuff that we missed the first time around. Yeah. The second time I saw, it's like, oh my god, is that his I? I literally paused on that still and just looked at it for probably forty-five seconds. Like, and exactly like you said about Rebels when she cuts his map. I mean, it's <laughs> so, so good, just so yeah. good.
1: Yeah, I missed it the first viewing as well. I didn't catch it till. Uh... I had my wife sit down and we watched the entire season 7 back to back to back and when we got to the end I was like I went oh my god that's his eye yeah and pointing out for her so and she was <laughs> like she was like weren't you going to tell me I was like no I said I'm seeing it for the first time <laughs> so, I was like wow
0: yeah it's I mean it's 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 incredible and I love the idea that um they used Ray Park motion capture to do the fight scenes with Maul. Yes. Mm.
1: It's yeah.
0: just another way to kind of weave in Ray's contributions to the character in The Phantom Menace and yeah. still have Whitworth do the voice and just kind of merge all those things in a way that you really couldn't do in any other sense, you know?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And, I was speaking about Charles you said earlier about we want to know how Rex was able to remove his chip. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about how the heck did Wolf and Gregor ah. get theirs out? I mean, does he track them down later? Do they go and, you know, do they run across some other clones and Rex stuns them and it's like, you know, hey, we were brothers, you know, and pulls out their chips. What what happened? I was saying, I wouldn't mind even a comic book, you know, oh. giving me that story. So. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Very true. And then then when you think about that scene where um, she essentially, it comes down to, you know, I am one with the force, the force is with me, you know, from the Rogue One as, yeah. a, as a tool to be able to remove the chip from uh, Rex. And that, right. the, you know, it wasn't a simple operation, as it were, but the... What is yeah? That's a very, uh, very important point of like how. I mean, a very good question as well. It's not a yeah. simple thing. It wasn't you know even on the on Camino uh, when they were doing the uh, the original um, uh, extraction on it wasn't on fives uh, yeah it was on fives right who had the uh, the malfunction, uh, and then mm-hmm. they went through the operation there. It was very detailed work and uh, it would be. Uh, fantastic story I totally agree with you to find out just how those guys ended up losing their chips
1: and be like were there others that they actually were able to get their chips out too and they just weren't with them when we Mm -hmm. saw them in Rebels it it's just I'm like wow and and how would how would they have gotten Wolf and Gregors out if they were in hiding and they're not even around a medical facility to put them in that tube and Mm -hmm. just yank them out yeah (laughs) Oh. So, <laughs> cut their heads open and yank them out. <laughs> that sounds like as good a plan as any,
0: I guess. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just as long as they get them out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right, all right. Right.
0: Right. Hey, look, the ends justify the means. all okay?
1: right? okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Overall, I I just really enjoyed season seven. I think on the last episode of the Canto cast I was on my other podcast with Tristan we were talking and I think I ranked the different arcs I said for me it would be Siege of Mandalore for sure the Martez sisters and then the Bad Batch and it's not that I didn't like the Bad Batch it's just I guess enjoyment level for myself I think I would have liked to see more of the Bad Batch than they gave us but what we saw I enjoyed but I would just put the Martez sisters above it, hmm. just because right. we were introduced to some new characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, if I had to add to the series, um, I could have used a little more Obi Wan and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I love them so much. Um, what I. Didn't want to see was um, a bunch of events that we'd seen in the Revenge of the Sith, right? Because we have them in Revenge of the Sith. The Sith. So, um, you know, I was I was hoping not to see that and kind of see some of the other stuff happening, um, you know, concurrently with those events, but. You know, outside of those events, um, but when you've got most of Revenge of the Sith has Obi Wan doing his thing, Anakin doing his thing, um, their story is is told on on screen in in that film. So um, I understand why they didn't, but I would I would watch I would watch even matt lanter and james arnold taylor in a sound booth for hours a yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and
2: i look at them um sort of like just the three different arcs within the last season i just sort of see those you know just three little subsets of stories you know, the bad batch and martez yeah. and then the uh, siege of mandalorian um just in the same way that throughout the rest of the clone wars there are sets of of arcs that you know i'll watch once you know and enjoy them and uh but for season seven it'll you know Pretty much will forever be like the siege of Mandalore and the, uh, the integration yeah. of Order sixty six and and how uh, it integrates so so beautifully really when you think about the way the the handoffs literally from the filmed movies uh, and into the animated series it's just it's you know like I said beautiful the way they the, the call outs to the voices and the the scenes and the impact and through the force it's just. Uh, you can't sit there but just, like, watch and your mouth agape for, you right. know, you know whatever, how many minutes, 60, 62 minutes, whatever it is. It's just fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard uh, my episode with uh, Michael Corden, but we were talking about, of course, the Siege of Mandalore. And I brought up, uh, I saw on Twitter, there was this person, a lot more talented than myself, went ahead and fused... Revenge of the Sith and the whole arc of Siege of Mandalore into one, like, four-hour movie, and he called it Siege of the Sith, I believe. Wow. And I I noticed he was having, like, a watch party that Sunday night for it, but that was the Sunday night that I was returning to work the next day, so I was like, I can't stay Ah. up for hours and watch it. So I asked him, is there another way to watch it after you know, your watch party, because that's when I thought he was premiering it. And actually, he was nice enough to send me the link. Wow. So I just like downloaded it. And of course, if you guys want me to, you know, DM me your email or something, I'll shoot you the link as well.
2: Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've only watched like a half hour or so to an hour of it. And he did a phenomenal job piecing it in right where it's supposed to be. And oh my goodness, it's just phenomenal. And wow. I know he's—I know he probably didn't release it because of copyright stuff. Mm-hmm. He can't drop it on YouTube, obviously, because yeah. they'll probably take it down. <laughs> but
2: yeah. yeah, they'll take it down after their uh, their content editors watch it themselves first. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes. yes, we're but, doing
2: research. Yes. We're take like, copyright infringement. We're gonna take this down in exactly four hours and four minutes and thirty six seconds. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, yeah, I, when I saw he sent me the link, I like thanked him. I said I can't thank you enough. I said this is gonna be awesome. So yeah, like I said, I'll I'll shoot you guys the link. You know, after we're done recording. Perfect. That sounds.
2: I mean, you can you can almost make it in your mind. You know, as you just sort of do those scene transfers and. Uh, but that would right. be fantastic to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so, very,
0: very reminiscent of um, the old Obi Wan talking to Luke about Anakin, where someone pieced in the events of the prequel trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. With him talking.
1: Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. I I just envy people that have that video editing <laughs> talent to do that, and actually the patience to do that. Mm-hmm. So. And time times yeah, big factor in, there too. <laughs> in time well right now right now people do have times so that's <laughs> true <laughs> time. good point <laughs> That's also true. but yeah nice so, so now that we got we, we i believe we talked the clone wars a good bit why don't we just do the bmc5 for each of you and see where where we go from there sounds like a plan oh no <laughs> okay. now I, I don't know how you guys want to do this I don't know if you guys want to take turns with each question if you want me to ask all the questions to one of you first and then do the other it's up to you guys
2: let's do um, let's do like take turns on each question so you can ask each of us the same question and go back uh, back and forth that way okay
1: all right the first question that I ask all my guests, that come into the cafe now, is what is your Star Wars story? How did you get into Star Wars?
2: Well, I'll take that one first. Um, My story goes back to a very long time ago when I was young, (laughs) because I'm old. (laughs) And my sister, uh, in all her coolness, um, took me to go and see uh, Empire Strikes Back as a double feature with uh, A New Hope as it was re-released. Uh, from uh, the original run uh, at a drive-in in Canada. And yes, we had drive-ins in Canada at that point uh, We in the four or five hours where there wasn't snow and freezing temperatures. Um, right. And my first experience uh, with Star Wars was with Empire Strikes Back. And I will never forget the, uh, the intimidation or the fear, but also the exhilaration and just fascination with the, uh, the at-ats coming uh, onto the rebel base on Hoth and just how, I couldn't imagine the scale that was being presented to me in fr- you know, on screen. It's like, how did they do that? It was magical. And then um, after that movie being blown away, seeing then um, A New Hope uh, first, and then sort of getting the first introduction to the characters. And I-, I believe I sort of got picked up, you know, I picked up the idea that they were all younger at this point, uh, just because, you know, physically they could, you could tell that they were younger. But that was the starting point of the, um, of the love affair right there, was uh, that drive-in uh, a long time ago.
0: Okay. Uh, so my origin story is um, a long time ago when I was very young. My sister took me to a drive-in in Canada. Oh <laughs> no! Uh, sorry.
1: I, I was about to say, "Wow, this is so—they're so similar."
0: Actually, it is similar uh, in some ways. Um, minus, 13 was, right, exactly, <laughs> minus thirteen years. Right. Exactly. Minus thirteen years. So I. Uh, had first been exposed to Indiana Jones and um love him. Uh so <laughs> I uh was at home and Empire was on television. And like nobody in my family is big Star Wars fans or anything. But I remember seeing the events on Cloud City. And I saw them put Indiana Jones into that metal coffin, and I was like, "How dare you do that to Dr. Jones?" Right? Uh, I was quite young, but uh, so so. My first exposure was was Empire as well. Um, so uh, that that is the first real scene. because, like I said, it was on TV, and I I'd seen that part, and it was. Um, my, my first memory of Star Wars is, is hearing the clang of the carbonite hit the, hit the floor. And, um, and seeing that and being f- scared and, and fearful for, um, for Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones obviously. Um, but uh, so then I was like, I got to see this. I'm like, that's not Indiana Jones. It's the guy that plays Indiana Jones. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I went back and watched Empire and then I was like, oh, there's more of these. So then I watched them in the right border and, um, and was, was hooked, was stuck. Um, my parents were immediately full of regret because (laughs) now they had to deal with me being a huge Star Wars fan for my entire life. Um, I spoke with my mother a couple days ago and, uh. Happened to mention the podcast, and she's like, Oh, that's that Star Wars thing. And it's like, Well, it's one of the many Star Wars Star things, Wars but thing. yes,
1: but yes.
0: Um, yeah. so to this day, they're still like, Why did we let him watch Empire?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, my, my mom is the same, and she's still the same. She, <laughs> she, she, she regrets it, but it didn't <laughs> stop her from. Buying me all the freaking Kenner toys I asked for for Christmas, <laughs> but still to this day she she'll go, I'll never understand it. <laughs> I don't know why you like it so much, but it's something you love, and if it if you love it, makes me happy. So
0: yeah, but, makes you easy to shop for.
1: Right, right, <laughs> and to this day they say I'm still easy to shop for because thank goodness Star Wars is back so they can have stuff to buy me. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> That's
2: true. Doesn't really matter what it is. As long as it has a Star Wars no. logo on it, it's good.
1: Right. Oh, oh, if it says Star Wars on it, he'll like it. Just guess. <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs>
0: At this point, it's like, I'm not sure if you had this. Yeah, I don't care. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take another one. I don't care. Yeah, I'll take another uh, exactly. it, it'll, it'll be a giveaway on my podcast. There okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep oh, the one that, that looks Star better. Star Wars thing. Yeah. <laughs> what well, what what's a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just talk? Huh, yeah. Okay. okay. I just you know, Mom, dad, you know old talk radio that you used to listen to <laughs> when you guys were growing up? That's what a podcast is, but it's on the computer. <laughs> so, so you're
2: like Walter Cronkite.
1: Okay. Well, maybe Walter not Walter
2: Cronkite.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: man.
0: Okay.
1: The, the next question is Who are your five favorite Star Wars characters?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I've always wanted to be Han Solo. Um, I f- felt like Luke Skywalker. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, gosh. So there's two, right? I got to keep track. Yes. <laughs> um, I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And um, I really like Din Djarin,
2: the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice one.
0: Mm, yes and then for number five let's see um, I guess we'll go with um,
2: Ahsoka Tano nice nice one yeah those are my next question no <laughs> <laughs>
0: when I was very young my sister took to driving drive-in
2: <laughs> well funny enough I, that does relate to it I would say that um, the trio, the original trio of characters that I was introduced to, uh, would be right. Luke, Han, and Leia. Uh, they represented my first exploration, and uh, they will always hold a place, you know, in my heart for as characters for their strength, for their, you know, the differences between them and how well they're written and, and they're developed. So, Han, I'd put first, uh, Luke, and then Leia. Uh, just there you go, Han, Luke, and Leia. This just rolls off the tongue. So there's three right there. Um, And now as we get into other characters, it's fascinating. Um, Recently, uh, Rex has taken a huge uh, leap, in my mind, uh, for a uh, his his character arc has been fascinating to to watch. And if it wasn't for Pat's uh, encouragement as a euphemism... (laughs) That's one way to to describe it, yeah. To watch The Clone Wars... Uh, and then uh, rebels, but rebels probably first rebels because that was sort of more in my wheelhouse to watch, but rebels, and then of course, we know what happens in rebels and where Rex comes back into the story and uh, in the Clone Wars and you see how that character develops so Rex is right in there. You just want to cosplay him well, that's true too uh, <laughs> he's in my age range as well, which is fun which is fun for me too <laughs> and um. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Chopper. See, uh, ah, yeah. okay. See, yeah, because he's got he's got that that edge to him, and there's something about Chopper that a is hilarious, and I know Jeff, you love Chopper as well, and oh, so is yeah. Pat. He's just got that uh, that he's like almost like a pure rebel. I mean, if if you talk yeah. about a pure rebel, there's it's Chopper, and uh, but what <laughs> he I do want to
0: rebels s- against his teammates. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. the most part, yeah.
2: <laughs> Thankfully, at the end, it all comes together. But what I do want to say there's that there's a scene in Rebels where uh, Ahsoka, when she sees Rex again, and she mm-hmm. hugs him. Uh, I don't know if you remember that scene from Rebels, and it, it, it's a GIF as well. You can sort of mm-hmm. see off all over the place. The amount of weight that, that that image and that story part, or that that interaction, those two characters, um, is so so much more. Uh, deep at this point, especially after seeing the end of uh, the Clone Wars, so yeah. that was something I
1: thought of uh, a couple of days ago. There, but
2: but yeah, I'd say there. There you go. So Han, Luke, and Leia, uh, Rex, and Chopper. All
1: right, cool. Got got a droid in there. There you go. Mm. Yep. I love when
2: Lando sees him in
0: Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like he's like trying to smooth him, and yeah. he's like. Rarp, 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 rarp. Yeah. <laughs> away from me weirdo
1: (laughs) Uh, that's chopper Mm -hmm. yep good old Chopper. yep and the next question number three would be your favorite Star Wars movie
2: that's a tough one Um,
1: I know you don't have many to choose from
2: but no there's like what three or four of them I think Right. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I think there's 5 now. Oh, really? Wow,
0: I got to catch <laughs> yeah. up.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, right. And, um, and two of those like are like not even with the main story, so. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. I got to go with the Clone Wars movie, no. Um you fell asleep through that that's one. That's <laughs> exactly it. I'm glad you brought that up because that's why I said it. <laughs> oh, you. Um it's uh it's a tough thing to do and what I would say as a just as a pure fan experience um, you know in a certain way to uh, uh, invoke Rural Farm Boy uh, Anthony all of our friends uh, the Mm. last movie I watched is really you sort of tend to you tend to remember that with a glowing feel Um, and the most recent one I watched was Rogue One actually my wife wanted to see Rogue One um, after we had talked about her episode well I don't know if you heard our latest, latest episode but we had our our wives on the um, our, our first sort of banter fodder episode that we relaunched uh, on Friday and she wanted to see Rogue One because she really didn't remember it and loved the movie immediately and Rogue One is really a, f- a fantastic movie for uh, new fans and old fans but uh, I'm going to go with A New Hope. I think that for me as a, as a fan, uh, even though I saw it second, the, the New Hope represented the start of uh, a lifelong love for the franchise so... I'll right. go with A New Hope.
0: All right, cool. Hmm. I, my favorite movie changes um, relatively often depending on what mood I'm in. Um, which is why I'm glad there's five of them. So <laughs> that I can kind of switch out between them. Um, I think um, growing up my favorite um, was Return of the Jedi, because um, it had all the characters we know and love. Uh, Leia's killing Huts. Um, it's just uh, Hans out of the carbonite, which is great news. Um, spoiler alert. But um, I and then, you know, everyone loves Empire, but when i had first seen it i was totally bummed out i'm like you know indiana jones is in the coffin and luke lost a hand like the rebels lost like our friends the mm-hmm. people that we like didn't win and you know when i was when i was younger i um i don't know if i didn't know how to process that because every other movie i watched like worked out for the <laughs> protagonist in the end, and this one does not. No. So, um, but Jedi did, and then you also have very musical Ewoks, which um, was um, was was an added bonus. Um, and I did always like the Ewoks as well. Uh, I will say Jedi for for now. Very <laughs> cool.
2: That's very cool, and that's a great point too about an entry point for movies. You know, you have. Uh, as adults, I think we can appreciate the, the middle chapter, the darkness, before the, mm-hmm. the uplifting end, you know? And I'm sure Jeff feels the same way. You can sort of say, see those arcs, right? Those trilogy arcs that yeah. um, go from introduction to the dark times to the end, and you have the uplifting point. So to be both of us, first of all, both of us in two generations, Pat and myself, um, experiencing that sort of middle chapter of the darkness, uh, or like, sort of like, the, like you said, you know, the, the heroes actually aren't winning. They're pretty downtrodden right now. Uh, until right. you see uh, Return of the Jedi, which may have also influenced my love for A New Hope, seeing that second, but then realizing that oh, okay, this is a good start to the movie, and it's just they got the bad patch there—the one that first one I saw. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll end well before I, of course, this is before I saw Return of the Jedi. <laughs> so that's a really cool point. Yeah, yeah, eh,
1: and yeah, Return of the Jedi is good. You can't go wrong with a dancing Teddy Ruxpins all over the place. So.
0: <laughs> Murderous Teddy Ruxpins.
1: Oh, that's... Cause... Well... All I know is when I first got that when I was younger, it kind of freaked me out. little Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy but Ruxpin. <laughs> Now I just hold him in su- such high esteem now. <laughs>
0: Yes, you should. They save yeah. the uh, save the uh, galaxy from the evil empire. Yeah, that's
1: right.
2: <laughs> and they have a thing
0: for
1: gold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Teddy Rock's been... uh, And the next question, question four: Your favorite animated Star Wars. And Charles, we've already known your we already know yours because you already said it. The Clone Wars movie, so. <laughs> Do you want Pat to go first?
2: <laughs> maybe no. Maybe Pat will go first on this one, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, are we talking favorite series or?
1: Yeah, favorite
0: animated series. Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I... Gosh. Um, the one that Dave Filoni did, I think, is my favorite. Um, <laughs> because that's just good Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I, you know, it's interesting because you get the depth and the clarity uh, of the subtext between the episodes, um, the, the films rather, of the prequels through the Clone Wars. And I love that. I love those established characters and how much it supplements the films. But then you get this ragtag group of rebels that are one cell of, um, of the, you know, uh, blossoming rebellion in rebels. And when you first see them, you're like, oh, these aren't anybody that I know or care about. But then you start to know and care about them. Uh, Like, Kanan and Hera, I love. Obviously, you know, Ahsoka, Sabine, and all this. So this is a hard question. (laughs) Um, I, gosh, right, right now, oh, hmm. I'm going to go with Clone Wars because there's more of it.
1: Okay.
2: Well, I haven't seen yet all of the um, uh, the Resistance, Star Wars Resistance animated okay. series. I started watching that one. Um, I haven't finished that yet, so that'd be h- kind of hard to judge that one. But um, while I think Star Wars Rebels really highlighted, for me, the fun and the uh, great character development, and some of my favorite characters have come from Rebels, unbeknownst to me that rex was part of clone wars Uh, but i'm gonna go with clone wars because of the effect that they had on me personally for an appreciation for the prequels and how they helped each of those characters uh you know have more depth and give them more uh emphasis from when i first experienced the prequels which was you know in theaters and i wasn't very impressed with them and never really ranked higher never really ranked high on my sort of personal list if I was going to watch a movie I'm I'm not going to put the prequels in I'll put in the original trilogy and stop at that so for the effect the positive effect that the uh, Clone Wars had on my love for the movies I'll
1: definitely go with the Clone Wars alright cool yeah I'm I yeah I'm I'm going with uh, with Pat the one Dave Filoni did (laughs) (laughs) not fair I
0: love that one
1: (laughs) yep That'll just cover us all, and I'm pretty sure it'll be Anthony a Rural Farm Boys' answer, too. <laughs> well, the latest
2: the latest true. Dave Filoni cartoon that he did.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, true. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're and, all
2: just good Star Wars. So it's all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Question five would would be, who would you be in the Star Wars universe? Would you be like a rebel, Sith, Imperial officer, you know, bartender, <laughs> own a laundromat?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, if I wanted brownie points, I'd say I'd, be, I'd want to be working at Dex's Diner because I know how much you like Dex's Diner. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's a great question. Uh, do you want me to take this one first? You want to go first, Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I would. My leaning would go towards Rebel for sure, just as the. It's a, it's a longer fight, a long game of trying to restore freedom to the galaxy and do what's right for those people. I'd probably be, maybe not on the front lines, you know, in a highly skilled uh, <laughs> a flight uh, flight uh, uh, situation or uh, ground uh, ground assault situation, but somehow involved in the rebels, uh, th- their passion or at least their, their drive for bringing freedom to the galaxy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're both good guys. Um, I, um, I would like to say I'd be a Jedi, um, but in real, all reality, I think I'm more of like a Rathtar Wrangler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty highly skilled though. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I feel like they'd be like your, your high school shop teacher, a couple fingers missing or whatever. I don't all know. Right. But, um, I, uh. Uh, in in my my optimist mind, uh, I I think I'd be a Jedi, mm. or, or I would I would want to be a
2: Jedi. But who are we kidding? <laughs> it's funny yeah. how that didn't even cross my mind. It's like Padawan Charles, yes, uh, give us the lightsaber, thank you very much. <laughs> come, yeah, come, come down to the uh, temples, uh, the temple archives. Here we have a job for you down here. A lot of sweeping.
1: <laughs> S- sit in the corner. Turn around, face the corner. Yes,
2: You're yes, the so. new Broom Boy. Get to yeah. work.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. That's why Broom Boy is on Canto Bike there, sweeping out the saws. There you go. <laughs> Didn't pay attention in class.
2: Nope. But, he, but he's Thanks. still force sensitive, though. Give him that. That's true.
1: <laughs> That's true. Good. I always like to have a bonus question, too, for my guests that changes, from, that changes all the time. It's not a standard bonus question. Yeah, I love and, the
0: bonus question.
1: Yeah. For for you guys, it would be What class would be your favorite class at Jedi High? <laughs> Jedi, <laughs> High. Jedi High!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love Jedi High. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <I've> <laughs> I heard all about Jedi High. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> That's why I asked it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pat, you can man. take this one first. <laughs> oh, I don't even know where to start with this one.
0: Um, uh,
2: <laughs> Whatever class I, I can spend more time with Padme in, right? That, uh, <laughs> right,
0: exactly. I think she's looking at me. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, oh man, I, I think uh, Badassery with uh, Master Windu.
2: <laughs> oh there you go. Wow.
1: Advanced class or one oh one? Uh one oh one. Don't give okay. me too much credit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um I would go with uh, home cooking economics with uh, with uh, Chef Dex. Uh as that oh, there you uh, go. sort of yeah. I mean he would uh suck up. Well there you go. <laughs> 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 but imagine his classes, imagine how good the food would be. <laughs> Home economics, or of course, on economics. There you go. <laughs> hmm. Well, that nice. Was a, that was a great, great
1: question. Great answer there, and yeah, I, I had to bring it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ridiculous! <laughs> I love it.
1: Had to bring it up, and just just can't wait to hear the the, the finished um oh, yes. product. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> And of what? course, I, I know no one out there knows what we're talking about yet, but... And that's it's the best okay. part of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do. We and do. that's what yeah. counts. Exactly.
2: That's true. And eventually everyone else will as well. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. like eight people. Yeah. I
1: yeah,
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on Jeff's show. There's a lot more than that. Believe me. Uh, yes,
1: <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Nine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, I just want to thank you guys both for coming on in the cafe again and hanging out. It was awesome to have you guys back in to celebrate my one-year anniversary. Can't yes, believe congratulations I, for yeah, that. Also, that's fantastic. Yeah, I can't believe I've been doing this for a year, but time time flies, I guess. So yeah, I want to thank you guys for coming back in the cafe and hanging. And go ahead and plug your your guys' podcast and where everyone can find you guys. Sure, you can uh, you can
2: find us on uh, all the podcast catchers, of course for um, uh, for our show Conversations Podcast. And uh, you can also find us uh, monkeying around on uh, Twitter uh, at Swations. You can find us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Conversations. And um, our Instagram We're on Instagram. Instagram
0: at Conversations. There you go. And we we have a Spreadshirt store.
2: There you go. That's we right. Do. We do have.
0: That's true. That's, that's true. And um and uh, obviously as um, your listeners may know we are also part of the Red Five
2: podcast network. That's very true. Very true. And yeah. good 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 you know group of people there for sure and podcasts and the and shows in there for sure and um we also have our website, right? <laughs> we <that>? do <laughs> that we have that one. Conversations.com. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And thank you, Jeff, for sure, for having us on, uh, for your one year, which is a fantastic achievement and, uh, love listening to your show. Uh, love the, um, just the, uh, the, the excitement that you have for the, for star Wars and the fandom. And, uh, like you had recently, you played all of the radio dramas of all the, uh, original trilogy movies. That was fantastic. Yes. So, always love look i l- always look forward to looking to your show and we really you know really appreciate the uh chance to come on today
1: yeah yeah and i always like to give credit to when i started my podcast i got into podcasting because i started listening to star wars podcast way back when i mean the first podcast that came up when i searched star wars when i started listening to podcast years ago was rebel force radio and mm. And then The Wampas Lair was the second one that came up. They're the first one I listened to, and The Wampus Lair is the one that gave me the idea to play the Star Wars radio dramas at the end of my show. So, you know, credit to Carl and Jason for giving me that little idea to do that. So, but yeah, I just love those old radio dramas. And never know, maybe uh, play them again sometime after a certain amount of time if, you know, people, like, listen to them. And I'll start playing them again at the end of the show for sure. So, but yeah, recently yeah. I, I found the the old uh read along books as kids, that's
2: right. Uh, yeah,
1: turn yes. the page when R2 when makes, R2 makes you know, the sound. deeps. So, <laughs> yes. I was starting to play those at the end too. Yeah, so <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it's
0: great. All those, yeah, all those old uh read alongs and the and the radio dramas are just just so so great to to hear because it's a different aspect of the franchise it's just really cool
1: especially the radio drama of a new hope how you get the whole story i mean uh, you got a whole scene there of leia and her father with a you know imperial officer on alderaan it's just really awesome
2: and Luke and his interactions in Tatooine with uh, yeah, uh, Darklighter. I mean, they're all in there. I mean, it, like the those yep. sort of uh, sort of teenaged uh, antics that they go through. It's like it's almost like a novelization where you get sort of the added pieces of the story that aren't in the film, and it's 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 fast. It's really cool to listen to.
1: Yeah, yep. Well, and of course you can find the Blue Mill Cafe on Twitter at that BMC Pod, and of course now at over at red5network.com, along with 11 other great shows. So go check them out. And as always, until next time. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. you for visiting the blue milk cafe life is all about passions thank you for lending me your ear while i shared all of mine you can follow the blue milk cafe on facebook twitter and instagram at that bmc pod and remember blue milk it does a body good